Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is the Vice episode. Why do we do all those things that are bad for us, that get us into trouble, or that we just shouldn't do? The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Good deal. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. I'm also very happy to announce that my new workbook, Understand Your Brain, Get More Done, the ADHD Executive Functions Workbook, is finally available. I almost feel like I don't really remember writing it. As of this moment, it's available exclusively through addwarehouse.com. You can get directly to the book either through my site, adultadhdbook.com, or just by kind of clicking around on their site. It'll be on Amazon in a few weeks, but unfortunately, it won't be available elsewhere until the spring because it's kind of officially, it's a spring release with a distributor, even though, you know, it's ready to go now. Regardless, I have a bunch of information about it at adultadhdbook.com, including a free chapter on working memory. Good stuff. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about vices. You know, all that really tempting stuff that's hard to resist, but we're supposed to resist. This idea came from a podcast listener who emailed me about the effects of marijuana on ADHD. Now, as a quick side note, if you're going to email a stranger about illegal drug use, don't do it from an email account that contains your first and last name. But in this case, it worked out well because it led to this to the idea for this episode. So, you know, we all benefit. So let's define terms, at least as it relates to this podcast. So my definition of a vice is something that is tempting despite ultimately not being good for us, but easy to justify to ourselves. Let's look at each part of that. So a vice has to be tempting, that is rewarding or enjoyable. It has to bring some positive experience, at least in the short term. Things that are boring or painful can't be a vice because there's no temptation. Flossing your teeth will never be a vice. Unfortunately, There is a lot of tempting stuff in the world these days. Based on how you're wired, some of these things will be more tempting than others. For example, cigarettes, alcohol, marijuana, overeating, excessive porn use, overspending, and killing too much time on the internet. Now, you know, that last one may not be that much of a vice, you know, except for Twitter, but it is tempting, you know, except for Twitter. But besides being tempting, a vice also has to ultimately be bad for us. Now, the key word here is ultimately, as in, we don't pay the price immediately. For example, touching a hot stove will never be a vice because, besides not being tempting, we pay the price immediately for it. Vices offer their benefit immediately, and the price comes later. For example, drinking too much can be fun in the moment, but is 
only a problem later when you wake up hungover or in jail. And then it's too late. The problem is that immediate rewards and punishments weigh more heavily in our decision-making process than future rewards and punishments, and thereby are harder to resist in the moment. If we were all totally rational, we would consider the present and the future equally, but we don't. And if everyone was completely rational, well, I'd be out of a job and this world would be much less interesting. So we take the immediate payoff, despite a good chance of a future punishment. If and when that punishment comes, then we're remorseful or wish that we had chosen differently, but the deed has already been done. It's this tendency to get ourselves into trouble that makes vices so easy to be moralistic about, as if the person doing the moralizing is always rational. So, okay, the tempting part of vices is easy to understand. But what's the deal with the bad choices? Why do people do things that even they know will eventually blow up on them? This is where it gets really interesting. Unfortunately, we're really good at talking ourselves into things that our consciences or rational minds would tell us are a bad idea. We know we'll pay a price eventually, but we talk ourselves into believing that it won't be this time or it won't be so bad or everyone does it. We con our rational minds into being less rational. This is where self-discipline comes in, the ability to resist temptations. Our world is full of them. Sometimes you can avoid them, like the alcoholic who doesn't go to the bar, which is smarter than simply counting on willpower. So this is where ADHD comes in. Because they tend to leap without looking, aka act impulsively, folks with ADHD are more likely to struggle with resisting temptations, by which I mean they're more likely to give in to temptations. Everyone struggles with them, but some people are better able to resist. Because of this impulsivity, people with ADHD feel that pull of temptation more strongly and are less able to rein it in, so they jump in before thinking it all through. Of course, when presented with a hypothetical situation of, is it a good idea or a bad idea to have another beer with dinner the night before a big meeting? They know the obvious right answer. In real life, though, in the flow of real life, though, it too often happens that they don't apply that knowledge until it's already too late. So one of my most basic but most powerful ideas when working with clients in these situations is that it's better to avoid certain situations rather than roll the dice. I'm certainly not suggesting that you need to live like a monk since, you know, everyone has their moments. But think about your vices and the price that you tend to pay. Maybe not every time, but, you know, averaged out. Are they worth it? Really think about it. Be honest with yourself. And maybe even ask some family members or friends who you can count on to be honest. For example, the listener who emailed me admitted that, you know, after he talks himself into smoking some pot to help him relax, he gets a lot less done the rest of the day. He feels better at the time, but then is more stressed out the next day. Same for drinking or other drugs. They work in the moment, but what's the possible price later? Or what's the probable price later?
If there are certain foods that you tend to overeat in order to comfort yourself, is it better to limit how much of them you have around? Now, sometimes vices involve experiences. So for example, in the age of the internet, porn is really easy to find. I don't believe that there's anything inherently bad about porn, except when it's used as an easy substitute for being sexual with your actual partner. Sometimes we have issues with our partner, which need to be worked through before we can get our sex life back on track. But there's no work with porn. So it's fine as a fill-in when your partner isn't available or interested, but it can easily also be a path of least resistance that prevents us from dealing with the actual relationship. Some people use the experience of shopping as a way to feel better that goes beyond the typical positive feeling when you get something interesting. Once again, changing how they feel using an experience. Now, I'm definitely not suggesting that you should feel guilty about your temptations or that you should pretend that they're not there because that just doesn't work. Rather, be honest with yourself about your vices, the ways that you try to con yourself and the way that things actually tend to work out. Remind yourself in the moment of the eventual price. You don't have to be a robot and you don't have to be perfect, but honest is a great place to start. Some final announcements here. So I have to say, I had a really interesting discussion about attention with Jeff Copper on Attention Talk Radio recently. I mean, really interesting, as in like, what is attention anyway? And what are distractions? And what's the difference? And how does our brain work? And there's, I don't know, my mind's been kind of buzzing with ideas ever since. So I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to go with it all, but at a minimum, there's definitely going to be a presentation in the works on this. So um, if you're interested, you can find the link to the recording on the presentations page at adultadhdbook.com. You can also find a list of all the other presentations I'll be doing in the next couple months. So lots of good stuff coming. Um, this was definitely fun. I'm glad to be kind of back behind the microphone here. And hopefully my next podcast won't take me so long to get to. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.